I love anime where the theme song gets the point, uh, just crams in the synopsis of whatever the anime is supposed to be about. You know, Dragon Balls. And I'm t- and I'm looking at you, Jujutsu Kaisen. Would it kill you to just be like, hey, curses exist. <laughs> Get those fingers. Sakuna's fingers. How many fingers does he have? It's 10. 20, actually. Wait, 20. is it 20? <laughs> I haven't read the yeah, manga. Fuck. <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah, it's funny because it's like, yes. He he's got arms. fingers on his feet. Oh, he's got four arms. Oh. Yeah, yes, he has four arms. I thought maybe he just has foot fingers and calls them fingers. <laughs> you mean toes? Exactly. Bro, you mean toes? Sakuna, this is, what, this is what I thought for three seconds. Sakuna in his infinite power was never told what toes were. <laughs> he just called them foot fingers. He's the strongest guy in the verse, but he was never told what toes were. Okay, here's the thing. If you eat Sakuna's toes, you don't get curse powers, but you do get a weird feather. Yeah, that's for sure. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Ballin' Out Super. I'm your host, Lawson Phoenix, uh, a.k.a. Lawson Leong. Oh, shit, my real name. And uh, I ha- I'm here with a couple of very special guests. We have Joe and Patrick from the Spirit Hunters podcast. Yo, what's good? The Spirit Hunters, uh, Yu Show and Hunter Hunter, uh, both being covered in full. How, you guys, so... Full coverage. 90% coverage. Covered. <laughs> 90% covered. Co- so... You guys, have you guys covered all of Yu Show and you're going through Hunter Hunter right now? Yeah, at a much slower rate than we did Yu Show because we used to do like five episodes in a recording, which was like wow. killer. Wow. Yeah, there, that's wow. I'm, I'm so surprised you did. It was a bit unsustainable now that I think about it, but you know, she so somehow pulled it off, you know, where, there, where there's a will, there's a left. At the away. time, we all mm-hmm. recorded locally in Arizona in an apartment where we would turn off the air conditioning. So we were like legit recording for like three <laughs> hours in like a hundred and five degree heat. Which like I'm just surprised none of us ever passed out. You know, yeah. I think I think your roommate loved that a lot. I think oh he would just leave. <laughs> he was basically like, fuck you guys. Yeah, I I, I kind of miss it because like we like I think it was more motivation because we go and hang out afterwards. We go like to bars or we'll go to like. Uh, Chiba Hut and stuff. That was fun. Mm-hmm. I mean, I feel you. I mean, Benel, who is my original Talking Naruto co-host, and my new uh, Bonus Super co-host, but he can't make it this week because he's um, well, he's also locked in a sweaty box known as an apartment in New York, and uh, he's uh, we used to record in person all the time, and it would be like our thing. He'd be like, he'd come to see me. We'd record a couple episodes, and we haven't recorded in person I think since COVID. I think it's been three years. <laughs> you know, that's a good time to stop. We stopped because I moved, like, a couple states away. <laughs> You're in New York now. You're in my stopping grounds now, Joe, yeah. Yep. It's yeah. kind of funny. We both had hosts that moved to New York City. <laughs> yeah, that's... Yeah, weirdly enough. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, the thing is, it's like me me and Benel keep trying to make plans to record in person, and then it just, just doesn't happen. Um, stuff happens. As apropos, my computer is uh, has a blue tint screen right now, and I think that's bad. I uh, think it's fine. You can that HDMI cable a little bit. Oh, okay, yeah. Or if you use VGA. I'm not going to judge you if you use VGA. You know, I do. Oh, I do use VGA. <laughs> I do use VGA. <laughs> yeah. All right, it stopped. Nice. 
I yeah. definitely thought it had something to do with like a uh, time or like light setting. I'm like, are you in the wrong time zone and it's telling you to go to bed? Well, no, this has been happening recently, and according to my minimal research of it, uh, it means my drivers are shitty, which I already knew. Nice. Um, so it's just like, but the thing is, because like my screen just gets tinted blue like once a day, it's not enough of an inconvenience for me to do anything about it. <laughs> So no. I'm just, I'm just let it happen, and then it just, it just goes away, and then I continue on like, my, like my life is fine. That's a real <laughs> this is fine moment. <laughs> it is. Yeah, it's, it's like, it's like whatever. My screen's entirely blue right now, but whatever. <laughs> well, you know, I'm not gonna let that ruin my day. The Eiffel exactly. 65 of computers, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm not gonna make. I'm not gonna change anything until my computer actually uh, completely crashes, and then I have to do something. Yeah. Um. But uh, well, I'm glad to have you guys on. Uh, I have a lot, a lot of fun during your guys' show. I was so happy to rewatch Kung Power Under the Fist that one time. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. For those who don't know, if you guys want to listen to us cover Kung Pao Under the Fist, which is, you know, <laughs> Hunter Hunter canon, uh, yeah. you need to get on that episode. I was, uh, it was from your Patreon, right? Um, <laughs> no. Oh, it was just a Patreon episode? episode. That was just, like, mainline. We definitely, oh, wow. we're, we take inspiration from Yoshihiro Tagashi, the author of Hunter Hunter, and just do long hiatuses sometimes. We're just like, I don't know, what if we just watch, like, uh, God, did we watch, uh, Pootie Tang. Oh. We watched Pootie Tang once yeah. uh, uh-huh. in reference okay. to Scary Movie 3 because <laughs> we can make this, this will become more obvious to you once you get to the third season of Yu Show. why we watched Pootie Tang. You know, actually, it's funny. I actually watched Scary Movie 3 quite recently, too. Um, Which one is... So, I remember one... Two is David Cross. Yeah, right? two is the and one in the mansion. It was like Invisible Man. Yeah. And three is... Uh, Three is uh, the ring, and no, not the ring. It's the uh, no. It is the uh, ring. It's the ring. Sign the grudge. The grudge. No, no it's the four. ring. Okay. Oh yeah, the yeah. Ring, sorry. The ring. Yeah, it's grudge is the fourth one. That's it's what the ring. Of. Signs uh, the Matrix Reloaded, uh, and Eight Mile. Oh, that's the one that has Eight Mile. Okay. Okay. You yeah. Know, and right. <laughs> in the deleted scenes, Hulk is also there for some reason. <laughs> I didn't actually never saw the deleted scenes for that, so now I need to watch it. It's it's Ang Lee's Hulk, I'll give you that, so have fun. You know what? That movie wasn't that bad. <laughs> the Ang Lee's Hulk, he had some good ideas. Uh, it was kind of boring. It was kind of boring. It was kind of boring, I won't lie. But um, <laughs> I played the PS... I played the, the Xbox version of that game, it was pretty fun. I'm gonna was... give you a counterfactual. Imagine okay. if instead of Ang Lee's Hulk, Ang Lee had never made a Marvel movie until Shang-Chi came out, and he got to make Shang-Chi. Oh, I think that's man. a better universe. Yeah, you're right. I, I don't know. I like I Shang like Shang Chi though. I like Shang Chi, but okay, you're probably right. <laughs> but imagine if the man who made Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon made Shang Chi. It'd probably Wait, be better. The, yeah. the, the, the game be or the movie? Fuck you. <laughs> this is a Shang Chi game? No, no, there's a Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon game that is Patrick really? brings up regularly on our podcast. It's a bootleg. <laughs> it's an edit of a King of Fighters game, and you have to oh fight the sun. God. Like, literally, you fight the sun as the final boss. It's so fucking stupid. Wait, is it not even a real game? It's like a like a weird fan edit or something? Or, like, what? Yeah. Or it's like, like a real game. Geo- yeah. They hacked a oh. Neo Geo cartridge and put, like, it, they needed a Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. It's an edit of, like, I think it was King of Fighters 2003 or some shit. I don't even know. <laughs> they just put in new characters or whatever? Yeah. yeah. Like, substitute the, oh, my God. That's hilarious. <laughs> you remember Man. that part at the end of Crouching Tiger where they jumped off the mountain and just burned up in the sun? I remember it. <laughs> <laughs> well, what's your name does jump off of a mountain at the <laughs> yes. end? Uh, 
as like a metaphor, I think. It's been a while since I watched it, to be honest. Okay, um, I thought it was a metaphor too, and in the movie it is. I read up about the like book series it's based on. There is a, so you know how it's kind of the Inception thing where it's just like, did right. it fall or not? In the yeah. book, it is very clear what happened. Oh, wait, they just wait, died? That's actually or... a thing? <laughs> that actually happens in Crash and Tiger. They jump to a fucking sun? No, no, no. They jump into like a valley, and then it's like, did they survive? Or did they die? And, you know, this is a metaphor about women and societal roles in, like, ancient China. Sure. And then in the <laughs> next book in the series, it's like, here's what actually happened. They I'm guessing into... they didn't die horrendously is what I'm thinking. I'm not going to tell you, but I'll just tell you oh, that it does fine. change the meaning. Need to read? You know what? Then don't tell anybody. Make the listeners and me have yeah, to go find this just... out now. Because I didn't know there not was more to the, the story. Book. Yeah, <laughs> I, I think no there's, idea. like, two more books. Work. Well, now now they need to make sequels to that in the video game, like Crouch or Tiger, Hidden Dragon 2, Revenge of the Sun. <laughs> yeah. No, and- you know, I love Michelle Yeoh and uh, uh, what's her name who played the, the Zhang Zi, I think, who played yeah, the Yeah, I think it was that. her. But, um, yeah, Michelle Yeoh but- is in that too? God damn, I need yeah, to Yeah, she's movie. the uh, older yes. martial arts woman who uses Wait, a, wait, uh, wait, machete. wait, Patrick, Patrick, what? you've never seen the movie, but you keep bringing up the video game? No, I didn't know this, I've never actually. seen the movie. Like, you know, dude. <laughs> Why would I watch the what? movie? Okay, Wait, you need to watch the but movie. You knew it's really about, good. You knew about the video game, and, but yeah. you never seen the movie. That's no. Crazy I remember to me. specifically <laughs> walking to a Sombaros and they advertised Crash or Try a Hidden Dragon. <laughs> That's hilarious. That's oh, why man. I know it is that for some reason there was advertised heavily in Sombaros, and I saw That's... it everywhere, and I never ended up seeing it because. Uh, we just didn't watch it, I guess. I didn't know you hadn't yeah. seen it. Okay, you know what we need to do once we finish the current saga we're on? We're watching Crouching Tiger. Okay, yeah. that works. Can we watch the Siege 1 afterwards? I never why saw not? that either. Fuck I it, why not? Two, but never you mean the Raid? One. Oh, the, yeah, yeah, you mean the Raid? Yeah, uh, my friend... Oh, yeah, yo, fam, sorry, the, the, raids are on, the Raids are on Netflix right now. So the oh, are. hell yeah. Well, I guess I don't yeah, know yeah, after yeah. this podcast. Yeah, they're super, they're super good. That's a hell of a, that's a, hell of hell a, yeah. a day. If you want to watch them, but the second read is like a little over two hours though. It's a little bit longer. Uh, oh no, to, I saw the second one. I didn't see the first one. Oh really? <laughs> Wait, did I do that to you? You did because you're like, oh, oh my yeah, god, I'm so sorry. Too. Oh, no, it's, it, it literally. I mean, it, it ha- this happened twice because literally, uh, one of the places that they that that they really went to is this place called Mekong's, like this Asian market, and because they go there so much, they didn't really go there that much anymore. So that was the, that was the he's talking go. about the rest of the podcast crew. Uh, the rest of us are Asian. Got you. Word word. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah. I, I am very white, but yeah, word. yeah. And then uh, <laughs> and then yeah, like the raid is like no, like everyone watched the first one and all the other ones, and I guess they wanted to try the second one for once. But I've never seen mm-hmm. it once, so it's like I was like, you know what, I'll watch it, and it's pretty pretty damn good. I like the raid too. Yeah, it was. Yeah, I, uh, it's Ray Two is one of my favorite martial arts films ever, and um, I, I had a, I remember I had a movie night with a couple of friends of mine to watch the Ray Two, and I remember that I hadn't even asked them if they'd seen the first Raid also, so I might have I might have done the same thing <laughs> that Joe did to you. Nice, um, yeah. But uh, it's all good. I, I I acted like it's a prequel, so it's all fine. Yeah, the first Ray. Uh, um, have you guys seen? Uh, Oh, uh, Dread? what's it called? Yes, thank you. Joe knew yeah, where I was I going with Dread. this. Dread yeah. and The Raid 1 are the same movie. They came out the same year, also. Yeah, yeah. Dread, Dread and The Raid, the first Raid, The Raid Redemption, like came out like six months apart or something. It's really bizarre. 
because they're almost the same movie. <laughs> Dude, I, I, lo- I love the main villain in that. She is, like, a badass. I love that actor as well. Yeah, from uh, Game of Thrones, Leah, 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 Leah. Yeah, she is so fucking good. Mama. Um, God, yeah, movie, the movie rules. Anyway, uh, so I've been that. watching Yu Hakusho. And, oh. uh, just as a slight pivot here. And, uh, it's, it's alright. Um, no, Damn, it's alright. <laughs> yeah, thanks. Yeah, it's alright, it's fine. It's all right. I, I see don't what, know what you guys are on about know, here, I mean, but whatever. I, I'd maybe think about starting a podcast about, I don't know. No, it's, um, so I just, I just wrapped up the Dark Tournament. Um, and, uh, so I've, so, uh, I've, I've been going back and forth with a couple of my friends, a lot, but, uh, like, half of my friend group is saying, just stop watching it. They're wrong. <laughs> it's only goes down from here. They are Listen, absolutely wrong. One of my friends says the next arc is his favorite, so, yeah. and, uh, I'm, I'm not gonna listen to them, I'm, I'm like, I'm gonna watch the rest yeah, of keep it. keep going, like, but. It would have to I'll, get pretty bad for me to stop watching it altogether, uh, just, and I don't suspect just, it'll just get that bad. Just stop after Chapter Black and pretend that the show ended. So is Chapter Black the next thing that's going to happen? Because my, one of my friends said that's his favorite arc, actually. Yeah, Chapter uh, Black is yeah. the next thing. Um, Patrick, correct me if I'm wrong, but isn't like four out of five members of our podcast on the Chapter Black is better than the Dark Tournament train? Uh, the thing is, is that I'm Present kind of Company in the included? middle where I, oh. I like the Dark Tournament because of it is, but I think Chapter Black is uh, uh, Chapter Black's better because it's a JoJo reference. Yeah, I'll make it a 3.5 mm. out of 5 doctors recommend Chapter Black. Yeah, okay. I'm like in the middle. I think they're both really good, and it's a toss-up. It depends on what mood I'm in. Yeah, my one friend said that the next, uh, I guess, Chapter Black is um is his favorite arc. Uh, two of my friends said to just stop watching, and then another friend of mine said keep watching, but also the Dark Tournament is the best. So I guess... <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it all it, evens it, out, yeah. I guess. It, it's just the Three Kings one that made me really sad because there's a lot of potential. Uh, you'll see it. That's the final yeah. arc, and we even have an episode of our podcast titled The Last Good Episode of You, Hakusho, and it's pretty far from the ending. I'll put it that way. So ch- there's Chapter Black, The Three Kings, and is, are, there, are there only two more arcs left? Yeah, it's just Chapter Black only... and Three Kings. Oh, okay. So then, because I'm then, only yeah. a little bit half past. In terms of episode quality, or length, sorry, not quality, but length. I'm only a little bit half that past the halfway point, so but I'm assuming the Three Kings arc is like either long or not as good, or probably both. It's like probably Naruto Shippuden's war arc, if I'm gonna guess. <laughs> it's the shortest arc, and it is the worst. <clears throat> Interesting. Okay. I'm really annoyed because I want to tell you what it's like, but I don't want to spoil it. So. Okay. Well, one of my friends is also tipped off to me that like we're gonna. Maybe learn about Yurameshi's dad or whatever. I don't really care about that either way. Uh, but I'll just talk about what I have seen. Sounds and good. Um, the uh, first of all, the, the people who said skip the first twenty episodes were uh, wrong. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know why you skip twenty episodes. Um, maybe like I, episode five kind of doesn't need to happen. Yes. But it's but but other than that. Um, the whole you miss show like the biggest daddies necessary. in the show if you skip the, f- the first twenty episodes. Yeah, you get like, you miss the whole setup of Urameshi and Korobara. Like, I don't understand like like why would you even care about Urameshi and Korobara later if you didn't watch the first twenty episodes? Anyway, exactly. And um, that's you skip Maze Castle, which I think is one of my favorite ones. Besides, yeah, the exactly. That. Besides yeah. The uh, how far did you get to it so far? Uh, I watched that. So I, I'm, I'm at the end of the Dark Tournament. Yeah, I, I so. like the Maze Castle. Besides the transphobia part. No, that's yeah. that's in Rescue Yukina. Oh, sorry, Rescue Kina. Is it? I oh, thought there was yeah. the same one. 
No, it's in it's in. Oh, that's so, Bird Wife. Okay, yeah, Bird Wife is that, and then Rescue Kina is okay. Yeah, this is a weird part. Yeah, the, okay, the Rescue Kina has that weird character who's like, I'm a woman, and then like Korobar won't fight. Her. Is that what you're talking about? Yes, <laughs> I'm gonna preface this with a lot of trans YouTubers have talked about this and about For Togashi's sure. evolution on gender, and about how like this was Togashi trying to be trying to do something interesting at the time and like in relation to where Japanese media was at the time maybe interesting but like yeah it's pretty transphobic yeah it feels like a thing where like I, I, I wasn't mad about it it felt like a very clumsy 90s attempt to do something interesting yeah yeah it's all I think we described it as like South Park libertarian ideas on gender yeah. <laughs> that's a really yeah yeah it just feels like it's clearly dated for sure um, but it feels yeah. like, it, it feels even, like, less malevolent than some South Park stuff. Like, you know what I mean? Like, oh, like some South Park stuff is just, it, is intentionally biting. And this doesn't feel biting as much as clumsy, I would say. It was like, you're trying to say something, but you just don't, you just fell over yourself. It, it definitely I mean, felt like, what is the most, like, trans-positive thing someone who has never spoken to a trans person right. or ever referenced anything they've ever written could right. come up with in a culture in which cis is like 99.99% of the yeah, like dialogue sure. around gender. Definitely, it is kind yeah. of funny though cuz that's actually what it actually does feel like that scene it's like wow it's like well that actually is on on the money. Yeah, it absolutely does, yeah. I also like um <laughs> I mean it reminded me a little bit of uh I'm a, as I'm a big One Piece fan. Uh I've been very explicit about. No, man, it's great. <laughs> Right. It's the best. Um, I mean, you read the manga, right? You read the manga? Yes. So, yeah. That's I read okay. Them. Never mind. You're good. Yeah. So I thought you said you watched the show. Uh, I I did both until I had to stop. But uh... yeah, I was going to say I would say that 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 recap and then the five minute new content and then the recap of that. I think that would drive me to murder. Yeah, that's why I'm a big uh, proponent of One Pace, where they uh, cut cut they cut that, that shit out. So, yeah. So we get five it's... episode five minute episodes each week. No, no, no! They, 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 uh, they. I put them all together so there's less episodes. Ah, uh, gotcha. Yeah, yeah. It's it's supposed to be paced better. That's the. I haven't actually watched that much One Piece before when I've seen of it. Um. Gotcha. Anyway, it's, the, it's like the Naruto Kai shit. Sorry, I'll let you. Yeah, yeah no. So yeah, but my my original point was like, like um, like the main character in one, like Luffy in One Piece. Uh, he'll fight a woman. He doesn't give a fuck. He'll punch a woman right in the fucking face. And uh, but then there's other characters who won't do that. His like top two commanders are very chivalrous um and so i just thought that was an interesting dynamic to see between yurameshi and kuwabara uh even though it was in a weird place <laughs> to do that it was definitely a weird way to express that between them um bromance bro baby bromance yeah at a certain point kuwabara in the, during the dark tournament at a certain point he becomes uh uh a hack kind of like he his character kind of becomes like like very repetitive and not uh, interesting as much and it's, it feels like Tagashi was aware of this because that's exactly when he gave him the new thing uh, to do with the new uh, the new weapon. Um, Keep watching. The sword yeah. get bigger. Yeah, well, the sword, yeah, he gave him, like, the new sword, the new tool, whatever. I do want to say, I also, my other favorite part of the Dark Tournament was he absolutely obliterating uh, the one guy in Tagoro's team because I'm so used to animes where the where the heroes have to fight from underneath that I appreciate when the it's reversed. 
And, like, we get to see the heroes, like, crush people. And I yeah, like that the he Dre and the just got to rinse that guy. Ports in that entire show. Yeah. It's just fun to see, like, one of the heroes be, uh, you know, like, fight from on top. Like, be a domineering uh, force. Which, like, yeah, Dom- Dommy Daddy is my favorite. Yeah. <laughs> God damn it. Uh, yeah, exactly. No. So, uh, yeah. Uh, especially because that was, like, sandwiched in between, um, uh, uh, oh, fuck, what's his name? Fox guy. Yeah, sure. Kurama. Kurama, yeah. Uh, and, like, Kurama and Urameshi and Kuobara always fight from underneath or whatever, so. So, uh, Kurama's was interesting, that. too, because it had elements of, like, fighting from the top, because, like, when he was in Yoko form. Right. I wouldn't even say it was even. I'd say he was in his favor, but because yes. of his condition of being a human reincarnated, it was, like, there was a gambit to it, basically, where it's just, like, you yeah. can only do this for a while, and if you don't finish it now, you're fucked. Right. A, a switch, a switch, if you will. God damn it! Yeah, uh, Tagashi's like booking of these tournaments is really, really good. I was like his the, the the storytelling throughout the different fights and the way he, he like he the way he switches it up and varies up, especially the team compositions where like the Yurameshi's team is never fully intact and they have to do some bullshit every time. So they always have to do like a three on five or a two v four or whatever. You gotta um, fight a doctor and his robot. Yeah, and it's like, yeah. no, one. they never have all five people there for whatever reason. And then Genkai shows up and rinses the whole other team for them that one time. Uh, I just thought it was, I, it was really, um, for the most part, really well structured and paced and uh, put together. Um, I actually have a question for you on the booking end, because like yeah. I agree with you that the individual rounds of the Dark Tournament are very good, but... Yeah. One thing I take away from the Dark Tournament that I think a lot of people don't look into when they look back at it with, like, very rose-colored glasses is there's a lot less serial elements to it than there are in modern tournament sagas, where basically you get characters built up across rounds and you, like, understand them fundamentally. Meanwhile, in the Dark Tournament, the closest you get to that are people like Bui and Karasu, who you, like, are introduced to them and they give their backstory in that episode tell you about, like, how Toguro, like, basically entrap them into slavery, and then right. they get fucking murked. No, that's completely true. Yeah, that's very true. We don't, like, we don't learn shit about Jin or fucking, um, drunk Australian guy, uh, who are my two favorite, uh, guys that Urameshi beat up. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah, they're great, uh, but yeah, that's, they're definitely emblematic of this issue. It's yeah. definitely a switch up compared to other anime, because usually they do stuff like that, like, oh, now he's the main character, or, you know... Oh, he's a reoccurring character that escaped or something. I don't know. Maybe, maybe I'm just salty because I got off of Demon Slayer Season 2 and I'm really disappointed in that. That was such Are a you? Downgrade. Really? Super, people, I've heard people love Season I haven't seen Season 2, but I've heard la- people love it. So uh, I guess I'll just spo- spoil it for those. Uh, I Basically, I'll say without being spoilerish, there's several scenes where it's like, oh, well, actually, I've moved my internal organs, and also, I'm immune to poison. It's like the playground bee. It's like, oh, actually, I didn't di- I- I'm dying, I'm dying. Oh, actually, this person has stability that could heal me instantly. Oh, we're good, okay. Oh, like I'm it actually- wasn't set up beforehand. I- yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah. It-, it just was a lot lot of, okay, well, now it's like, like they could have just said, oh, yeah, I'm not going to stop because I'm a badass motherfucker, or like... You know, I'm not gonna stop, or I'm, I, I, my willpower is beyond. I would have accepted that, but right. there just was a lot of that, and it's like you couldn't have just killed off one of them or something. Like, no, yeah, one of my, fa- I, I completely agree with you. I think in like when it comes to battle storytelling, I, Jujutsu Kaisen does this really well. It's a lot mm-hmm. better for you to say, "Here's what my ability does," and then we, the audience, watch 
like that go into effect than being like, oh, I had this ability that now is relevant. (laughs) (laughs) Now that you did that, that, it turns out I have this. Yeah. Exactly. And it's like, it's like with that one, it's like, oh, well, yeah, I'm happy with that because like they, they take risks like that and they build these characters up and oh, yeah, by the way, they're not in the rest of the show. So it's like awesome. I love that. Yeah. It's also because, yeah, because it's like you only, you only use this ability this one time when nobody, like the audience couldn't have possibly known. The heroes couldn't have possibly known. And like it doesn't come up ever again. And so it's not, so now there's no, yeah, it's just, yeah, I agree. It's not, it's, 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 it's not good storytelling. I swear to God, Demon Slayer season three better be good or I swear to God. (laughs) <laughs> I was going to say, Lawson, I feel you're the exact right yeah. person to ask about this, but we should probably talk about it another time because it's a long discussion. I know you're a big okay. martial arts movie fan, and so am yeah. I. Mm. I would be very interested to have a long talk about what you think anime and martial arts uh, movies can learn from each other uh, mm. with regards to tutorializing the audience about expectations, about the systems, powers, and abilities of people. Because um, I've had long discussions on our podcast about the Greed Island arc of Hunter Hunter and how it's like a training arc, but how the way it weaves in lessons is, which is seen in anime circles as like very uh, high level, is kind of weak by like martial arts movie standards. And <laughs> yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah. And yeah. I think this is a long discussion, but I think you and I should definitely talk about that sometime if we watch a martial arts movie where that is uh, implicit in the plot. Absolutely, for sure. Uh, wait, okay, this is actually really funny, because uh, even though you, you said this, like, 20 minutes ago, but I don't, I like, I heard it, but I meant to circle back to this, because it's also really funny. Joe, you're Asian? <laughs> oh, oh right. yeah. That, that's the first time I've ever heard that ass on a podcast. I didn't know this this whole time. I'll, I'll put it this <laughs> way. I'm as Asian as you are. Okay, all right. Okay, I didn't... Uh, no, I, it's really funny because I just, like, I didn't... We've done, like, three podcasts together and I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm half Filipino. <laughs> oh, word, word. Okay, L- yeah. Literally half our... Literally, I'm the only one that's not uh, of Asian descent on the podcast. <laughs> yeah, our, uh, our podcast is 3.5 out of 5 Asian. And doctors agree that. Uh, yeah. Wait, is it all the Asians who think that uh, the next arc is better? <laughs> no, I think <laughs> I think Megan is uh, who is fully Filipino is on the okay. like uh, dark term is better. Okay. I so me and my friends were um well we were just like fucking around late a couple nights ago actually way too late it fucked up my sleep schedule but uh, <laughs> we were look like looking up lists. Of, like, just, like, people making lists on the internet of best anime arcs. Okay, I thought you were going to say half-Asian celebrities. Yes, uh, yes, I was going to say yes. the same thing. I thought list no. of Asians, like, okay. No, list of, list of, yeah, list of Asians. Uh, who's your favorite Asians on a scale of one to... No, um... Joe. I, if you, <laughs> Thanks. Actually, okay, on, a, on another separate tangent, I was watching this uh, other video from Offline TV where they made a video called Guess Who's Secretly Asian, and, um... It's really fun. I think all the Asian listeners out there, you can really get a kick out of that. Is that uh, kind of like the, the kind of, <laughs> is it, it's not Jackie Chan game? Uh, I don't or know about that Chan? one. Uh, it's a Tim and Eric skit. It's like, is, like, is it Jackie oh, Chan? It, like, don't explain the, the joke. He has to see it. Yeah, <laughs> I have to see it. I, I haven't seen Tim and Eric in like a decade. But oh, um, yeah, just watch, just watch. It's, it's Jackie Chan or whatever. I it's a short it. one. It's very good. Word. Yeah, no, the offline TV video that they just released a couple days ago is just like, because offline TV has a lot of Asian members. It's just like five Asian people, and they produce like five people, like 
like uh, in hoodies and like masks, uh, talk to them, and they have to figure out which one of them isn't Asian. Actually, like four four of them are. And anyway, it was really fun. <laughs> it was really fun. And uh, anyway, so but back to what like I was saying. <laughs> yeah, it's, it was really funny actually. Um, no, we were like looking at the best uh, anime arcs, and um, like every Yu Hakusho pick was always Dark Tournament. Uh, Hunter Hunter got split. There was a lot of Chimera Ants picks, but there was also a lot of York New. Understandable. Um, no Greed Island picks, though. Mm-hmm. I, I agree with you on the no Greed Island picks. Um, mm. I, I have come to like it more than I previously did, but I don't think it's nearly as strong as those two. Yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah. But I do like Greed Island. I like Greed Island a lot, but it's mostly because the theme song is just the best. I mean, Greed Island has, like, the boys hanging out. Right? So yeah, that's fun. Controversial like opinion: out. The boys are my like, not my least favorite really? part of Hunter Hunter, but I like the other two boys more. I'm that's oh, okay. Word. That's part of why I'm like a big York new fan, and also the current manga like Gon and Kiloa are not in the current arc, and the current arc has been going for like ten years. That actually yeah. sounds awesome. I can't wait. I'm a weird Hunter Hunter consumer in that I am caught up on the well, no, because he released like a couple new chapters, so I'm only like two chapters behind of the manga. And, like, I know about the current arc, but I've never you watched the anime all the way through. I, I know a lot of the big point, points, uh, parts of it, but I've never watched it all the way through. Uh, but I know a lot about the current, uh, succession arc, as, uh, <laughs> as, uh, as it were. Um, I'm, a, I'm a big fan of the manga. Uh, like, the, an the 2011 yeah. anime is my second favorite of the three ways of experiencing Hunter x Hunter, but I mostly view it as an opportunity to see motion versions of some of my favorite parts. Yeah. I mean, there's also a fourth way to experience it. Uh, you mean the 1998, like, preview? Is it the third that... way? Oh, Sorry, oh, no. the fifth way, my bad. Wait, what's the fifth <laughs> way? Is it like the Hunter x Hunter Game Boy Color game? Uh, the sixth way. <laughs> okay, what the fuck is it? Uh, reading the dungeons, of course. Okay, I thought you were going to say uh... getting abandoned by your father or something. Oh, that's <laughs> yeah. the seventh way, sorry. <laughs> Yeah, go on, go on a journey to find your dad. There's a lot of ways to experience Hunter Hunter, and they're not wrong. Oh, so you're like, saying maybe, the eighth maybe... way is reading the Odyssey? <laughs> yeah, yeah, and then the ninth way is uh, was it the the one book with Goku in it? Uh, Dragon Ball? Journey to the West. Are you talking about fucking Journey to <laughs> the West? Yeah, journey to the that's West. like the ninth way. <laughs> Fuck you. I would say reading Journey of the West is another way to experience, or reading the Odyssey is another way to experience One Piece. Also, um, oh dude, they they, they have stretchy powers in the Odyssey. I'm down. Yeah, bro. It's the, the, my man <laughs> ate the rubber rubber fruit. The gum gum fruit. <laughs> yeah. Kills his yeah, there's a guy with three swords with one of them in his mouth, and he wants to be anyway. Um, fucking well, let's go. I I could I could uh, banter with you guys forever about various things, uh, but yeah, uh, fortunately or unfortunately, we do have to talk about Dragon Ball. And we are going to, right after this musical cue for the listeners. I'm glad I waited. <laughs> yeah, that is exactly what it was. Um... So, Dragon Ball episode 11, uh, the penalty is pinball. Uh, first aired in Japan on May 7th, 1986, and then in America, November 18th, 1995, I was five years old. Um, 
Nice. So, I think that's uh, five too. Oh, wait, yeah. no. Wait, five and what year was that? Sorry, I, I, ninety-five. Uh, Hundred years older than him. November oh, yeah, ninety-five. Three years. Sorry, three. Yeah. My bad. Um, it's all good. I was gonna say your five two is pretty tall for back then. Um, <laughs> so <laughs> I didn't grow much higher to be honest. <laughs> hey man, it's a short king summer. That's what I like to tell people. Hell yeah. Um. So this episode starts out last time on Dragon Ball. Uh, they 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 got robbed. Super <laughs> yeah, our heroes got mugged. Our heroes plus uh, Oolong got mugged, and uh, Goku shit in Dragon Ball world. Nah, you can't have you can't have anything nice here. Um, so uh, Goku, Bulma, Yamcha, Puar, and Oolong uh, went to hunt the hunt Umber Pilaf down and get their Dragon Balls back. Um, they were robbed of all their Dragon Balls except for the four star, which Goku keeps as a um, keepsake from his uh, dead grandpa, uh, adoptive grandpa. Uh, and uh, so then they go to the Emperor Pilaf's castle. As I've said before, I don't know what what Pilaf is an emperor of exactly, but he is an emperor and he has a castle. And so they go to his castle and they get stuck in some uh, humorous traps and now they're stuck in a room. And, uh, so Pilaf, um, yeah, that's, that's how we ended last episode. So you start off here, they're stuck in a room, and uh, Goku and Yamcha do what all the young boys do when they're stuck in a room. They try to punch their way out. <laughs> uh, like a couple right. of... That was, that was pretty funny, though. I like that scene. Yeah, a couple of big, strong boys. It also was interesting, being so used to Dragon Ball Z... Where, like, they're all gods, and, like, a room can't ever contain any of them. Like, a yeah. room actually works on them back now. <laughs> like, it's... Yeah, it's funny, because, like, I, I like the... I think it's in Super, I believe, when the Red Ribbon Army comes back, and it's like, they're not even remotely a threat to Goku. It's like, oh, hey, how's no. it going? Yeah. Yeah, I... he just... There's nothing he can do. All I could imagine when you said they're all gods and a room is not a threat to them was just imagining, like, fucking Vegeta turning Super Saiyan blue and just, like, the theme song coming in, like, oh, <laughs> oh and him just punching a wall. I would yeah. last a wh- I mean, I mean, knowing Vegeta, it would still not work. He'd be stuck in the room being Super Saiyan blue. <laughs> Get wrecked, Vegeta. Um, Wouldn't be surprising. So, uh, they try to punch it. It doesn't work. Goku, so I watched, by the way, I watched the English version of this. Um, I watched uh, Japanese, and I know that you and Benel have noted the tremendous differences, so we'll get into that later. I I, I watched the dub as well. I watched the, well, I'm a big fan of the dub of it, because I watched it as a kid, so. Same. Um, I actually would prefer to watch this in Japanese, probably because I've already watched it in English, but I like... I'm, I'm letting, yeah, I let Benel watch in Japanese, and therefore I can note the differences. In the English version, <laughs> they punch the wall, does nothing. And Goku says, hey, let's try it again. And I also want to point out, Goku and Yamcha, they're not punching the same part of the wall. They're punching opposite sides of the wall, which is very inefficient. I don't know why they don't just punch the same tile. But um, it's not working. They're, they're not smart people. I mean, it's Yamcha we're talking about here. Yamcha's probably the, the second smartest person there. So. Apparently not. <laughs> they're uh, they're not a working with much. Set, I guess. Yeah, uh, I mean, Bulma is a science genius, but she's not immune to traps. But um, she she is she has a very high int, very low whiz. Very low whiz. Yeah, absolutely. Yes, she's uh, not very wise. Um, yeah, I mean that's that's common, honestly, in a lot of tech circles. It's a lot. Oh my very, god! I never yeah. even thought of her. She is totally a tech pro. <laughs> 
Yeah, she's the, she's the OG tech bro. Um, and uh, she makes fun of Emperor Pilaf, and then is grabbed by one of his machine claws. I don't know where Pilaf has the budget or the no or who designed these machines for Pilaf. I don't. I don't know. I have a theory. Okay. I like to believe that he's previously collected the Dragon Balls, and that's why he has all this bullshit. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he, he, but he's, he just keeps wishing for. He's like, you could wish for money, sir. No, I need to. I need to wish for parts so I can be able to make this stuff. Give me a Doc Ock arm, just one. Ah, make it three. You could wish for like a million, sir. <laughs> just one. Ah, I only need one for now. I'll take. I'll take. Uh, I'll take two then. <laughs> if we look behavior in the rest of the Dragon Ball saga, like in the in Z and Super and and I guess GT, and like look yeah. at take it back into the past and sort of like uh, whatever the uh, like whatever the opposite of extrapolate is, if you look at it that way, he's probably been doing this and just adding small things as he went. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. He's uh, he's just been wishing for bits of tech <laughs> in his new in his lair. Uh, so Pilaf is going to, uh, give Bulma something known as the treatment. And, uh, upon hearing this, Mai and, uh, I always forget Ninja Dog's name, Shu? Shu. Shu. Yeah, yeah Shu and Mai. Shu Mai. <laughs> yeah, Shu Mai, yeah, it's that, yeah. That's, I, that's so obvious, but I still always forget it. Um, Shu and Mai cower at the very idea of the treatment. Um, and, uh... Pilaf says, you're going to get it now, Bulma. The treatment, it's coming. And um, then he blows Bulma a kiss. And then Bulma's like, wait, that's it? He's like, yeah, aren't you scared? And she's like, nah, like a first grader could do worse. And then he throws yeah. her back into the room. I, this is okay. I don't, I, I feel she, like the translation I think he did more damage here. throwing her to the room right on her back than yes. the treatment. <laughs> yeah. Because then she doesn't get, no one catches her, and she says, nice catch, boys. Uh, yeah, that, that's the that's the screw ending. You see wrestling, people fall from worse and get mm -hmm. paralyzed for life. True. Yeah, she fell from, like, a ceiling. She fell, like, legit 12 feet onto stone. She could have yeah, really been fucked up. That, that's like, that's like concussion, character. back, spinal injuries, broken yeah. rib. Yeah. I mean, I don't know why I'm analyzing this. There's a giant father <laughs> picture up. I don't know what the fuck's wrong with me. I am sorry. So, no, you're not wrong. Can yes, I tell no. you guys what was said in Japanese? Yeah, 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 or... please, please. Okay, so they did not explain this because, like, you know how in manga, oftentimes they have cultural notes that explain, like, what the fuck they're talking about? Yeah. So in the Crunchyroll subs, they said exactly what was said, but but not explain it. And what they said was, uh, Bulma's like, oh, I thought you were going to do hero hero, kyoai kyoai, imguri monguri, and pafu pafu to me after getting me nude. Uh, and I looked these up, and apparently Hero Hero is, refers to the limpness and floppiness of a person's body in a lewd act, for example, pushing a woman's breasts up and down. Uh, oh. Kyoi Kyoi, to get a hard head, crude boyhood slang from Toriyama's youth referring to the enlargement of a man's penis. Right. Inguri Monguri, crude Japanese slang from Toriyama's youth, it refers to the sound of slithering, groaning, and moaning that two people make <laughs> while having sex, slipping around and groping on one another. And of course... <laughs> Pafu Pafu, which if you're familiar with Dragon uh, Dragon Quest, a Japanese onomatopoeia, uh, onomatopoeia, fuck me, 
Uh, for the sound of touching a woman's breast being pressed against you. Wait, okay, okay, all right. Hold on literally, a second. I, mean, I can see second. why they changed that, because it goes from something funny to literally rape, so I can So, okay, the, the original Toriyama, his original thing was, Pilaf goes, I'm going to give you the treatment, and and Shu and Mai go, no, please don't rape this girl. No, 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 I think, I think, no, 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 no. So that was Bulma that. who said that she thought that was what was going to happen. Oh, okay. Yeah, like, okay. uh, yeah, Shu and Mai were just, like, expecting the kiss. Because they're all apparently, oh, like, that's eight the... years old. Yeah, honestly, right. I was going to I was gonna say, that, you know that meme is, it's, like, had sex and know what sex is. Oh, Do yeah. Sex, right. Doesn't know what sex is. It's, there, there's, we need to make a chart of that for each of the characters, each of the, uh, Villains. Yes, right. Yeah, I know you're right because I don't know what they know. It's all. exactly that, but like, so Pilaf responds to Bulma saying, "Like, I thought you were gonna do all these lascivious things to me." And Pilaf says, "Oh my God, what's wrong with you?" And then says something to the effect of, "Like, I didn't know young women were so progressive these days." <laughs> oh my the God, it actually is better. What's well, dialogue wise, not better as in you know, you know what I mean. I know what you mean. Yeah, no, it's like because so it's Bulma who thought. That was gonna happen. Okay, I mean, I, I get the gag now. I get the gag. It's like that is I thought you were gonna. I thought you were gonna rape me, or, and I and she goes into explicit detail of it, like too much detail, and then Pilaf is like, "My word." Basically, uh, yeah. Okay, yeah, I get it. I mean, it's still, yeah, it's still pretty. Oh, uh, jeez. <laughs> okay. So, well, yeah. mixed opinion about it because some of it is like Bulma, like. In her very, uh, we're going with the tech bro thing, like her not expressing yeah. herself in a way that's socially acceptable, but like basically saying like, oh, I know about these sexual actions and like have thought about them. And so there's some part of me that's just like, oh, yeah, she's a like young sexual woman, which in the real world, it's like, sure. OK, that's cool. But then you remember how old was Toriyama when he wrote this? And you're like, oh, that's a bit right. weird. That's the thing. Is that's what it is, really? It's like I would feel. Yeah. I would feel I'll, better I'll if it was like a female author, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> but honestly, I, I would honestly, Bulma's definitely in the category of knows what sex is but hasn't had sex. Yeah, oh, that's absolutely. the other thing. That's the other thing is like, how come she knows all this? Maybe it's high and low whiz. She knows all of this, but she's again reminder. She wants the Dragon Balls to wish for a boyfriend. <laughs> I'm I'm yeah. going with so you know we don't know this yet in Dragon Ball that like you know she's the daughter of like uh you know the biggest the owner of the biggest corporation in the world but my right. guess is that she's Elon just, Musk yeah yeah my <laughs> guess is that she's basically like a very smart teenager who most of her exposure to er, like sexual things is on like you know TV. in nude mags and shit right so probably she's just like overindulged in that is what I guess they're trying to hint at which is weird again giving what age Toriyama was while writing this but yeah wouldn't it, wouldn't it be really ironic if that's how X was it X3 squared whatever the fuck Elon's kid name is that's like his origin story <laughs> okay <laughs> I thought you were referring to X Tentacion yeah Why would I, I, he's dead I mean yeah. I, miss, I mean I went to his son Gekium's circumcision that was kind of weird fuck you I thought you were talking about XQC, the streamer, but, uh... <laughs> uh no, I was yeah, talking no, about, was talking about XQC, kid? the band. Oh, okay, word, yeah, yeah. Uh, what's Musk's kid name again? I don't remember. Um, it's like X squared something, I don't give a shit. Yeah, either way. Um, so, uh, Bulma is chucked back into the room, uh, where it happens, uh, and peel off the sides, he's going to gas them with yellow number three! Which was a prequel, prequel of Mamba number five. Uh, and a little bit of Monica, <laughs> Monica, a little bit of Monica, bit of Monica, Monica. Monica. Um, so then, um, 
he gasses them, uh, walks into their uh, room, uh, and then he also passes out from the gas because he didn't Smart have a man. mask on. He didn't have a mask on. Remember when I was mask watching up it, there. I was just like, how is he not falling asleep? And then he did. And I was like, oh, OK. Yeah. Honestly, this feels like a D&D campaign, like and the villain, like the <laughs> villain. It's like one of those guys like, oh, yeah, you walked in the room. You didn't put your mask on. Oh, God. And falls. It's like, oh, yeah, you passed out because you didn't put your mask on before you walked into the room. Yeah. It's like one of the things you're playing. Are you, like, are you sure you just want to walk into the room? Yeah. You don't want to do anything first. No, why? Are you pass out <laughs> immediately? Um, so yeah, uh, then Shu and Mai walk in. They have masks. Uh, they rob Goku of his four star Dragon Ball, uh, and then Pilaf wakes up, and now they have all the balls. And this is the first they, time they're bowling out super now, buddy. They're bowling out super. This is the first time in Dragon Ball canon that someone has assembled all the balls. Um, yeah, so honestly, Pilo- <laughs> it, that actually, it is the first time on screen, at least, that that mm-hmm. happens, right? Yeah, absolutely, yeah. First time. Um, they, uh, I also want to point out that, like, this doesn't make our heroes look very good, considering that Pilaf and his goons are uh, literal Team Rocket-level droppers, and they still outsmarted them. <laughs> I mean, I mean, the te- I mean, this is, like, beta team. Like, this is, like, level 1 D&D shit right here. It is, So yeah. it doesn't surprise me. I'm yeah. honestly wondering if there's a archetype that both this and Team Rocket are drawing from. Because I was just like, I don't know enough about 60s and 70s anime to make that determination, but I'm wondering if that's the case. I also was just like, wait, are these like Natasha and Boris from like fucking Rocky and Bullwinkle? I was about as... to fucking say that! Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I was, oh my god, Joseph. My favorite anime, yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, yeah, everyone's you know, favorite anime. <laughs> Yeah, but no, my thing is, I think it's just drawing on like old cartoony villains where it's like... Oh yeah, they're incompetent, but they're also competent at the same time. Uh, level, but yeah, like, it's kind of funny. Joe and I picked up on the same thing, though. Yeah, like how old? How far back does Rocky and Bullwinkle go? Is my I question. think the '60s. Like it might okay. be the '50s even, because there's definitely the some 50s, black and white episodes. Word. So yeah, that's very possible. Um, yeah, I don't know either. I don't. Yeah, I don't know what the origin of this like this <laughs> incompetent villain who still does stuff. Uh, comes from exactly, but um, you want to hear something insane though? The person that actually voiced Natasha actually did a voice and did the Ducktales. Uh, I forgot what her name is. The villain in that in the game in 2011. I just thought that was kind of crazy. Really? Oh, shit! I did not realize that was the same woman. I know. Yeah, I knew that Mad- person was old because she was like old even when she was doing the 80s Ducktales, right? Yeah, I forgot what her name was, but yeah, oh. she actually still played that in 11 up to that point. I thought that was really cool. That's crazy. That's pretty. That is wild. Um, good for good for her. Uh, so uh, soon after our heroes uh, wake up, and Bulma realizes that they've been robbed again. Uh, they're they really they were not not having a great day. Um, so uh, the the thing is, Peel is an idiot and just left the door open, so they just leave, and they uh, confront Emperor Peel uh, and the gang, and they run away. Uh, and then they run. Oh my uh, god, these guys are idiots! Just wish for the <laughs> damn thing already. <laughs> they run away with the balls, and then our heroes chase them. But then there's a bunch of corridors; they have to choose which one to go down. And as they begin chasing Ever Peel off, uh, they walk into a Giganto Pinball Machine. There's in a big pinball machine, and Ever uh, Peel off controls the pinball by playing the piano. You know, so right? Patrick has a note about this. Yeah, yes, so Patrick. Bi- uh, since I was really a young man, I, uh, played the silver ball, like, in a lot of, like, arcades and stuff, you know? Okay. Uh, from, I went to, like, Soho and the Brighton. I, I really, just really saw everything. 
So everything in that has to do with pinball masters, but uh, I've never seen anything like it, and in really any amusement hall, uh, that uh, that dumb blue short kid sure plays mean pinball. <laughs> but yeah, uh, but yeah, the uh, it it actually is a reference to uh, 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 to uh, 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 the Elton John and the and Tommy because he has the same hat. He plays a keyboard. Uh, plays a keyboard oh. playing the pinball machine. So if you ever look at, uh, you have, I'll send a, a thing in the chat. I'll show you the the picture of it. And yeah, I and it we blew my mind it. to find this out because like I saw it on the Dragon Ball wiki, and then Patrick like the next day messaged me. It's just like, dog, is this a Tommy reference? Oh my god, that's wild. Picture of it. But but yeah, no. If you see Elton John, he has the same little ball hat on. He has like the same like the little short. The costume on it. It's kind of funny how close it was. It's like, holy crap, is this a... Is this actually... Yeah, I'll show, you, I'll show you the image of what he's playing. But to make this, like, even weirder, though, <laughs> this part is not in the manga. Like, this entire episode is filler, it turns out. I looked that up, it, and I read the manga chapter. This is not in the manga. Are you so, shitting me? <laughs> so this was just them noticing, like, hey, Pilaf's outfit looks like Elton John and Tommy, so let's just make an episode out of it. Um, I was going to reveal this what? later, but, like, this is all filler. They only get stuck in the room once in the manga, and then they're just like, what if we just have, like, a thing where we just loop out and, like, you know, loop to another room and loop back into the room and end the episode where we began because that's where we'll resume continuity. Oh, my. So in the manga, they just go to the room. The, the treatment thing still happens? And then... The treatment thing still happens, but then, then like, the, the, the next episode where they're, like, in the... Like, the end of this episode where they're in the room is basically just take out the pinball part and you have, like, one less episode, effectively. So they, but the, they still had to gas them to get the last ball, though, right? Yes, yes. But they just cl they just closed the door this time. I forget <laughs> off the top of my head, and I only read okay. it a couple days ago, so that doesn't speak well to me. But it it is interesting because <laughs> well. this this episode's iconic. Like I remember yeah. this. Like yeah. when you told me episode eleven, I'm like, I sure hope it's pinball. And then I looked it up, and I'm like, what the fuck? This was filler the whole time. And like, that's wild. Dragon Ball is a series where filler that exists in the anime is often considered like as important. I won't say always because there's a lot of hiffle shit that's missing in Z. Yeah. But like in yeah. all the video games of original Dragon Ball, like so Dragon Ball Advance Adventure for the GBA has a fucking pinball level because of this episode, even though right. that's supposed to be like manga based. But yeah, fuck it. I guess it's anime based, actually. Hey, yeah. you know, I, actually, I kind of appreciate it. It's the one time I actually am happy filler makes it better, you know? Well, no, this and the driving school episode of Z. Of course. Oh, God, the driving school is so good. Driving school, baby. <laughs> uh... Yeah, iconic fillers. Yeah, I mean, sometimes there are good fillers. They exist. Uh, it's not all. I mean, look at One Piece. You know. Fuck uh, you. Not, <laughs> I was no, the no, thing I'm is though, like the, the, One Piece the, uh, actually has some. Arc some is, the oh, Navy okay. base arc is actually really good. Yeah, the G five arc is like. Uh, Famous for being like a really good filler in One Piece. Okay, um, so I'm not. I'm. I. I haven't read or watched One Piece, so I just thought he was. Trolling. No, 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 yeah. no, no, no! It makes sense that you would think that, but <laughs> to be fair, I don't. I, it's not really surprised because I usually make dumb jokes like that. So sometimes yeah. I have to make that to throw Joe in a loop. It's actually kind of funny. <laughs> yeah, uh, Patrick zagged this time. Um, I mean, I'm also one of those people who like, you know, I mean, like One Piece is like my show. So like, there, there's fillers that I I like the a lot of the fillers, even that aren't as good as that one. But the, even among people who don't like love One Piece as much as me. 
the G5 arc is known as, like, a really good filler. And also, Dragon Ball, I think, not just this, I mean, this um, pinball thing you brought up, Joe, but I think there's probably other things in the anime that are, that weren't in the manga that are considered canon because the anime makes them canon, I'm assuming. There's going to be more stuff like this. Um, I don't um, know about in original Dragon Ball, but there's definitely some stuff in, in Super I mean, that the movie versions are, the movie and anime versions are inherently different than the manga versions. Right, yeah, yeah. My favorite um, thing is when they bring Garlic back and he looks exactly like Pilaf. Yes, that's true. <laughs> Wasn't he voiced by Chuck Huber? Yeah. Probably, yeah. I think when I was a kid, I thought Pilaf and Garlic were the same guy. I'm pretty speaking sure I thought of, that. Speaking of that, we actually... Uh, he, Chuck, he was actually pretty famous in another show we covered as well. Oh, yeah, he's he in New York show. Yeah, it's cool. Uh, dude. yes, that, yes. I remember, and then, uh, oh, uh, oh, what was the other voice when I was, when I was watching you Hawkins? Kubara is Vegeta? Uh, yeah, Kubara is, yeah, he's, uh, and, and Zoro, right? He's Chris Sabat. Oh, right. is Chris Sabat Zoro? Yeah, again, Chris I don't watch one. Chris Sabat Zoro, and he's, yeah, he's, uh, yeah, the only one yeah, piece but, I watch is the, uh, the one by four kids, so. He is also, um, fuck, I can't think of it. I, I, I got it before, but, uh, he's someone in, like, uh, you know, never mind. It's going to take me too long to remember now. Um, you say is Hatsuharu Soma in, uh, fucking Fruits Basket. Okay. Word. Oh, yeah, uh, Chris, uh, uh, sorry, uh, Chuck Huber also plays the best, uh, the best character in Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood and regular Full Metal Alchemist. Yes! Yes. Uh, Wait, I forget. Is he Shao Tucker? Yeah, he is Shao Tucker. Oh, he's Shao Tucker! That's what I was thinking! Is he Shao Tucker? That's what I was yeah. thinking he was. Okay, he was Shao Tucker. It, it was a bit of a rough, uh, rough, uh, uh sto- fuck fuck character. Yeah. Yeah, Shao Tucker. I, I feel, is the, Shao Tucker's like, that, that episode is like, you gotta get to that episode of FMA, and then it's like, and if you're down for the show now, can you just watch the whole rest of it? <laughs> Yeah, no, I, 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 that's like the one I, you gotta really get to. I really enjoy Alchemist. Yeah, except for Edward, right? <laughs> Damn. Oh yeah, did I mention that? <laughs> yeah, yeah, you, 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 mentioned, you mentioned on our podcast when he guested. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I actually you know. do like like I I talk shit about it as a joke, but I actually do really. I, I've been thinking about it recently. Oh, I actually think I really enjoy it. Just you know, I still hold a firm belief Edward is not good, but everyone else is fucking amazing in that show. So yeah. It's pretty tight. It's pretty. pretty I'm going tight through show. my character, my character uh, building arc right now. So, or nice. Uh, uh, okay, so they uh, anyway. So it's a pinball wizard up in this bitch. They run away from a giganto pinball that um, that peel off is controlling by playing the piano as a reverence to Tommy from what is it again, Joe? <laughs> the... Oh no, I mean it's the it's the Tommy movie and Patrick. The movie. Yeah. yeah. Oh, sorry. He sorry. doesn't play movie, Tommy yeah. himself. It's a. Uh... Elton John, Tommy's the, he's played by the Richard Dalton, something Dalton, the lead singer of uh, the, the Who. In the oh, gotcha, yeah, okay, so, yeah, and, um, yeah, and Roger they, Dalton. Uh, Roger Dalton, Sorry. thank you, yeah, 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 and they, uh, they arrive back where they started, so they go in a circle. At one point, Oolong, uh, shit talks the pinball, which then backtracks on them. Um, because again, peel off can control it by playing the piano. So You're a cheating motherfucker, he put it right, through, <laughs> put the ball right through the wall. I'm pretty sure that's a violation of a uh, every Pinball machine rules? ever. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I gotta like, go back to this, but I'm like ninety percent sure in one of the later Dragon Quest games, Dragon Quest being famously the art famously be de- being done by Toriyama, there yeah. is a large boulder that like does follow you like that one time. 
That's pretty funny, actually. And so I wouldn't be surprised yeah. as of a explicit Dragon Ball reference. I do think that's probably my sec my my second favorite game that has Toriyama art. I have a dumb question. When did Indiana Jones come out? <laughs> I think so. I think Indiana Jones was earlier. I think it was eighty okay. three. Does that sound right? The one with I the boulder. It does sound right. That. It does sound right. Yeah, because the boulder's in the first one, right? I it's think cla- that's yeah. Like that's when he gets the treasure, be. and then he runs away with it, and the boulder chases him. So okay, so like what? So what came first? I guess Indiana Jones. So I think the boulder being the size that it is is an Indiana Jones reference, but I think the control mechanism is a Tommy reference. Right? Yeah. Okay. So that's what we got lumped in here. Okay. Yeah. Um, and to be, to be honest, though, I think getting chased by boulders is a pretty big trope in and in itself. So it might yeah. predate Indiana Jones. Yeah, oh, it, it does. Like, sure. so what's what's weird is like, you know, a lot of people nowadays think of Indiana Jones as its own thing. Indiana Jones is like supposed to be a pastiche reference and sort of parody of old serial uh, adventure films from the 30s. Right. Yeah. But that's like one of those things that like, it's hard to control with the zeitgeist, you know? <laughs> oh, absolutely. <laughs> I'm not faulting so, like, anyone for that. It's easy it's like to a- happen. It's not like every Tarantino movie is a reference to stuff, but his stuff becomes iconic, you know? Yep. Is, is Feet um, a reference to Tarantino? <laughs> yes. Oh, yeah. Feet <laughs> do pre- predate Tarantino. I don't know if you know this, but... Uh, I, Tar- I didn't know that. I thought the Feet thing were, were Tarantino invented. Oh, sorry. Tarantino invented for fetishes, and he's the CEO of WikiFeet, so... Uh, Makes yeah. sense. Um, I love that place. Yeah, AOC, so- watch out. <laughs> uh, Goku, so then they're like, oh, we're stuck in this room again. There's only one way out, Goku. Yamcha says, you have to use the Kamehameha. And Goku's like, you know what? That's a great idea. Also, how the fuck do you know that I can do the Kamehameha? And Yamcha's like, there's no time for that. It doesn't matter that I was spying on you while you were doing the Kamehameha wave, and I wasn't, and I wasn't jealous at all about it. Now do the Kamehameha against the wall. And uh, so Goku uh, charges up for the second time ever in the series from Goku. Roshi did one before, but Goku's second ever, Kamehameha, makes a tiny hole in the wall. Not tiny, but small. Big enough for a bat to fit through, but not a person. It, yeah, Weird, the right? circumference <laughs> the circumference is narrow, but the actual penetration... Yeah, anyways, dicks. Uh, is quite deep. <laughs> yeah. uh, oh, it's, he, it's a really he, tight he, hole. It'd be hard to fit something really girthy through there. Yeah, I was going to say, what, what we're saying is there's no girth to this beam. Yeah, I mean, it's they, tight. I mean, they could maybe it's get tight. some lube, get some like maybe some lube and just mm-hmm. like rub it yeah. all over the Senzu bean thing. oil. Yeah, yeah, Senzu bean oil. Practice safe, uh, practice safe Senzu travel, bean. everybody. When yeah. you're traveling through tight holes, practice safely. <laughs> all right, um, all right. Sex. Uh, <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, so it's a, it's a hole again. Like, knowing how, like, how insane the Kamehameha has become, like, I mean, like, just like in Z, even, right? Like, thinking of Goku ver- or Gohan versus Cell, it's Kamehameha off. Um, this is wild going back and seeing this. As, like, it essentially was, like, as useful as a, a, a really good drill. <laughs> so, uh, all but the yeah. All the windows, All the windows. Oh, every innuendo. Uh, I, I think we've talked about this, like in our podcast and you've probably talked about this too about the nature of the Kamehameha wave because like you talked on an episode about like why did they think this could possibly extinguish extinguish the hill oh yeah that was insane that Roshi did that yeah (laughs) and this happens in Yuhak show too where sometimes it's like this is a beam that's heat and then other times it's like it's only force and other times it's like it's a cool beam and you're like what are you talking about right now 
Yeah. To be fair, it, it depends on the situation and whatever Togashi thinks is bullshit proof. I mean, Sometimes. absolutely, but like, you know, it's just like very inconsistent in every media, I think. Because like when Honestly, I think of Chi, yeah. I don't necessarily think like this is going to be hot. Although I guess Chi can have multiple attributes. But like it is weird to think about just like, I don't know, give it a different attribute today. Fuck it. And absolutely, as a friend of mine once said, it is, it is absolutely the effect of when you're a hammer. <laughs> yeah. It's uh, it's definitely that. Uh, what were you going to say, Patrick? What was I going to say? Oh, I, oh. I was going to say that this reminds me that the, the, him spying me is uh, he has a read the... It's a it's a doujin, not like a it's a, actually a fan thing called a. Uh, uh, that's still a doujin. Yeah, I I just the element associated with hentai and shit, but uh, yeah. it's called a it's a it's like I when I once when I was reincarnated as Yamcha. Oh, I, I haven't was, read it, but I oh yeah, to. oh my god, one of my friends just brought this up to me like last week. It's yeah. really good. I I read it the <laughs> other day. It reminds me of that it's like and it's like yeah, it's the whole him not knowing and it's like oh yeah. Uh, it's, it's really good. I'm not going to spoil it if you guys didn't read it, but read it because it's really good. Well, a friend of mine spoiled a little bit of it for me, but basically, I don't. It, it's I like mean, the person reincarnated as, as Yamcha, but yes, yeah, spoilers. But also, like they're aware of they're 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 aware of Yamcha. We'll just say so. Yeah. Like, they have like hindsight powers. They technically go back in the past in yeah. a way, Samurai in a Chuck. sense. But Chuck. <laughs> <Damn> uh, <laughs> <laughs> Every time I have to. Yeah, sorry. Anyway. That, just, I just thought about when you just mentioned that. I was, oh yeah, I remember that. I'm gonna read that again. Yeah. Actually. No, I actually do want to read Reincarnated as Yamcha. It seems, uh, uh, you know, what the Isekai genre needs more good things. So uh, anyway, uh, it breaks through, but not enough for them to get through. So Yamcha says, "Hey, Poor, turn into a bat and steal one of the Dragon Balls." And Poor does it like on command, uh, and then Oolong stands there. And Bulma goes, why don't you go and help him? And Oolong's like, why should I? And Bulma's like, because I'll say piggy, 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 in the English version. That's how she yeah, honestly, his diarrhea. This is a big D&D trope. Like, this is a big D&D thing. Like, oh, Patrick, like, oh, yeah. that's what you think, but I got a surprise for you once you're done. Oh, damn. Uh, And then he... So, for a second, I thought... Because Ulan, uh, what do you call it, uh, didn't finish A15 school. I thought Ulan was going to be like, I can't turn into a bat. That's what I thought was going to happen. But no, he just does. He's just a lazy asshole. He just didn't want to help yeah. for also, whatever reason. Par- Paru is actually a girl? Oh, I don't know. I, they've never really disclosed Paru's gender, have they? I'll, uh, I'll click the, on the... Because you uh, said she in there. I was like, I, I, I always thought it was just a, just a... I mean, yeah, I just thought it was like ambiguous sort of thing. Paru is whatever they want to be. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I, I'm uh, fucking stupid. They're oh, shapeshifters, so why does it matter? Oh, uh, I mean, gender, you know, how they feel matters too. But like, yeah. That's, yeah, sorry. Under yeah. under gender, it says male, female, actually. Oh, okay, good. Okay, yeah. so I, I'm not okay. My I, brain's not messed. Okay. No, no. I I, I, just I, sure. I said he, but also I don't. I don't. I, I've never really known. I'll, I'll respect. <laughs> I'll respect their pronouns if it's they or he. I think they all work. I think they all work. They all work. Um, all right, I'll just go with you. Then. I thought. I thought in the in the thing, Balma said help him, but I don't think Balma necessarily knows what poor is for. No, sorry, Balma uh, yeah, just said whatever. I'd also say the English versions maybe not. It, like, also, okay. right, exactly. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So we'd have to read tea leaves on this because unless they officially say it, they're going to use one of like eight different personal pronouns. In yeah. Japanese, most of which are not explicitly gendered, they're semi-gendered, and so right. it's just like, good luck! Exactly, yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah. I, I think as a safe bet, we should just be, their pronouns are he, she, they, 
I think so. Explicitly on, 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 for the record, on the, the fandom wiki, it's, it says the, the gender is male-female. That's what it says for poor. I want to go to the fair. edit history and see if there's like a really <laughs> shitty edit history where you're like, no, Par is a man. Yeah, that's a really toxic conversation. It, it's for like, it or oh, Par, it's, it's, it's like, it's like that meme. It's like, it's like, don't look up, don't look up Par's, ed, Par's edit history in Dragon Ball Wiki. <laughs> Worst mistake of my life. <laughs> yeah. Just your head in the ha- head in your hands meme. Um, exactly. So, uh, anyway, so Oolong flies after Puar, uh, but are they too late? Because, uh, Emperor Pilaf, uh, for the first time in Dragon Ball, summons the dragon! And we get a cool little, like, dark silhouette of the uh, dragon known as- Well, they don't give his name, actually. But it is Shenron, for sure. And the episode okay. ends with the narrator going, oh no, we're fucked now, tune in next time. <laughs> I have a really <laughs> fucking terrible note about Shenron's name. Uh-huh. Not not like objectionable, more like just like, a, oh man, this makes it confusing whether this is his name or just a title. Because like I knew oh. that Shen- Shenron, depending on the reading, could just mean Dragon God, which I think right. it does. But then they explicitly, in like, uh, in own not Onyomi, in Kunyomi, refer to him as Kami no Ryu, a.k.a. Dragon, Dragon God, God in Japanese. Yeah. And uh-huh. then they refer to him as Shen, Shenron, which is the Japanese katakana notation of Shenlong in Mandarin. Yes. So he is effectively just Dragon God in both Japanese and Chinese. So yeah, what yeah. You, what you're saying is that I need to defeat Shenlong with Stand a Chance, then. Yep. yep. Exactly. <laughs> you have to. Uh... So, uh, yeah, that's the episode, uh, the iconic pinball uh, episode. Um, out of seven Dragon Balls, what would you rate this episode? Starting with Patrick. Honestly, it's like a like a six to me. I really do appreciate, it, even though a lot of it is kind of fillerish. Uh, and it's and honestly, like I'll, I'll be blunt, it's like a segue episode to get to this part. Yeah, which is pretty big. Like it's a pretty famous episode in its own right for the next one, twelve. But I did really enjoy it. I think there's a lot of funny bits. There's a lot of uh, there's a lot of great like what makes why why I love Dragon Ball the most out of like all of them like better than you know uh, Z? Z Super and all the other ones and especially GT. Fuck GT. But yeah, <laughs> the 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 thing is that I think it's my favorite just because it's so laid down. It doesn't take itself ever so seriously. It's like yeah, we're just a fucking silly D and D group. Chili D and D campaign, so, but I really enjoy it. Like a six, a six, six balls out of seven. Word, Joe. I struggle with this because there's part of me that's like, fuck it, being filler, but and like that was like my instinct when finding out that it was filler. But I've kind of thought about it more, and I agree with Patrick on the idea of like the way Dragon Ball rather than Z and Super should be looked at is just like, hey, it's a platform for jokes rather than, like, a contiguous serial story. Like, there is a serial story, but that's less important than just offering, like, a stage for people to have weird and funny interactions. And so, with that in mind, and additionally, there's some manga panels that I've included in our chat that if you guys want to check out, um, I'm going to include those in my score. But there's some pun work that goes on uh, where, uh, when referring to, like, where did... You know, uh, Emperor Pilaf get the castle. Yamcha says something to the effect of like, uh, 
well, you know, uh, well, you know what they say, a man's house is his castle. And then he says, in a manner of speaking, but manner is M-A-N-O-R. And mm-hmm. it just makes me wonder, like, what the fuck was said in the Japanese version? But, like, I'm 99% sure this is probably in line with a Japanese joke. In addition yeah. to, there was a point earlier where they mention, uh, where, like, uh, Emperor Pilaf asks, like, hey, where are the balls? And then, you know, Mai says, oh, they're probably between that man's legs. To which they say, wow, what a vulgar joke. And then in the next frame, she's just holding up a stick that has a piece of shit on it. And then, <laughs> yeah, it's really weird. And then she's like, oh, sorry, basically. <laughs> they're like, wait, why do you have that? And then they're like, sorry, I know that we try to up- uphold really high standards here. And that's kind of what put me over the edge is realizing like, oh, no, this is a joke manga. And yeah. I'm misreading it with like a lot of the stuff that happens in Z and Super later. And so I was originally going to give this a three out of seven. I've been thinking about this for a while, but I'm honestly going to give it a six out of seven. I think this is like just a really good platform for jokes and references that just feels like you could know the folks just like shit talking and making this happen. Yeah, it's a bummer to me because like a lot of people like they, oh, Dragon Ball not that great. Don't watch it. And it's like, because like, I don't know. I've never heard that. that. Oh, I think that the, the, those are people who are watching who are just like watching for fights and stuff. I think. Yeah, like because yeah, like it, it feels like you know. I mean, I, as much as I love Z and stuff, and Z is great in its own right. I, I kind of like I like this the most because it was like, oh man, it's such a fresh, fresh breath there where it's like parallels aren't getting insane. There's no like, oh, Earth's gonna fucking explode. It's like yeah. this little blue man just wants to get some balls to wish for fucking something stupid. <laughs> all, probably all the all the wishes are stupid. The, the, yeah, the thing that I love about Dragon Ball. Everyone's wish is stupid. <laughs> like nobody's wishing for like freezes not like a more immortality or like destroying a planet or whatever. It's not like a bunch of like really high stakes stuff. It's like all a bunch of dumb stuff, or especially early on. I think the, yeah. the first like actual like serious wish is like Piccolo getting his youth back or whatever. And by that point, exactly. the show the show does get more serious by that point, and I enjoy that part of Dragon Ball as well. Yeah. But yeah, I, my other thing is I the reason I really want to go back and watch Dragon Ball is this is peak Goku, and I've always said it. Goku is way worse when he's an adult, and in fact, I hated him at the end of Z. I fucking hated the, him. The things that the things I hate about Z, that Z is that they kept his same mentality as a kid, as an adult, pretty much. Like, cause like he's never like I mean I know it's a, it's supposed to be a joke thing, but which I guess I kind of appreciate that he never really matured much out of it. I mean, he, he has more responsibilities, but that doesn't mean he hasn't matured. Like, I mean, literally in Soupy, he threatened the world because he, want, he wanted to have fun. Like, oh, yeah. yeah, I'll threaten the fucking world, uh, the, like, the universes for this fight, or, you know, or something like that. I, like, but he, he comes across way it. more selfish when he's older, though. He comes across way more selfish. I have older. some thoughts about this. Because he's like, in, at that point, he, he does have responsibilities. At that point, and he's... Yeah, go ahead, Joe. So you, you've you definitely heard the rumors, and I forget whether they've been validated by interviews, that, like, he wanted to end after the Frieza fight, right? Uh, yeah, I've also heard that he wants to end it after Cell. Yeah, well. when yeah. was the last time Goku was responsible? Because, to my mind, uh, it's during the Frieza saga, he is goal-focused, and he has this, like, crisis of conscience at the end of it, where he's like, do I want to kill this man rather than just defeat him? And, right. like... I honestly think the Frieza saga is the pinnacle of Goku's growth as a character and everything after that is a weird reset. And I, yeah. And I was going to say, and I think that it's interesting because if you look at it, like, I think the post Frieza stuff is a reset back to like something that was going on in Dragon Ball, but in a world where the stakes are much higher. Mm -hmm. And 
so it kind of like leads into the question of like, how do you feel about the three different series? I'm not even including GT. And I've been thinking a lot about this because I'm one of the few people who really likes Super. Like, I like Super a lot. And I've been wondering why that is and why other people despise it so much. And it made me realize that there is a very big cleavage in the Goku narrative surrounding the (laughs) Frieza saga. Yeah, I would say that's... I think Frieza saga is where Goku peaks. And he does. He becomes a Super Saiyan, for sure. Uh, When I say peak, like, I mean, like... My favorite Goku is Dragon Ball, but he matures as much as he's going to mature in the Frieza saga, I think. Yeah, we take I responsibility totally as defender but, but, uh, of yeah. not just like the Earth, but like the universe from this, you know, space Hitler. Um, but the thing that I love about Cell is since Gohan's my favorite character, that's Goku like actually passing the torch to Gohan, and the you know and with all taking that. it and back violently yeah, until well, he doesn't. See, that's see, that's that's why I feel like if it was me, if literally if it was up to me. I would delete everything after the Cell saga. Yeah, and I know absolutely. we get yeah. Vegeta, we get Vegeta's character arc in the Boo saga, and that's really the only point of it. And people love Vegeta, so I'm not shitting on those people. But like but I but to me it's not worth it because of how much harm you do to Gohan and also like Goku sucks in the Boo saga also. Yeah. So honestly yeah. I think that's my favorite thing about the about Dra- the Dragon Ball saga is that you can this is going to sound weird. I never thought of it till now, but you can really end it where you want to end it do you want to end it where yeah. dragon ball ends and not read on you're, you're good you had a really good little story with the kid maturing be- uh, becoming an adult you want yeah. you know good fights and you want like a climax of you know passing the torch and it itself mm-hmm. you want to be completely insane and watch insane trilogy and you know keep going and you know seeing more goku you can like there's honestly there's, yeah, like, that's sure. what i like about dragon ball there's not a lot of bad options and there honestly, is one bad option well What's the there, bad option? There are people who like is it, GT. Is it watch GT? It's watching I mean, GT. Bad there are, okay. There, there okay. are people There's who like one GT, bad option. but they're few and far between from what I found. <laughs> yeah, but even if you like just watch GT Insular, that's still... I mean, if you if that's the only Dragon Ball you watch, I guess it's decent. But, I mean, you're losing a fuck ton of context. Doing I mean, not I, I like Pan. <laughs> like, I, 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 there's yeah, things Pan. I want to like about it, but... You know, um... I think that's really, that's really everyone, what everyone says, it's, like, just, like, Pan. I mean... I guess when I, I listened to an episode, somebody else said that, it's like, oh, GT really has Pan, and that's Pan and a couple other things, and that's about it. Yeah. But is it really worth watching it, you know? I mean, did you guys see the new, um, the new, uh, super movie? The one, um... Oh, superheroes! I, yeah, I superheroes, haven't yeah. because okay. I was like, "There's no way this is going to be canon," and then they came out with that statement, where like, it's "This canon. is canon," and it's I was like, like yeah, "What the, the manga. fuck?" It's fucking. It's in, canon. It's in the manga, right? <laughs> yeah. Well, no, wait. It's it's not in the manga, is it? I don't think yeah, it is. No, they, st- they started right. Yeah, they started writing it. Oh, okay, okay. So at the time, it hadn't been yet, and that's why I was right. like, "Well, why would I watch this?" And then, like, when they came out with that statement, I'm like, "Fuck me! I should have gone to the theater." Yeah, I mean, good. yeah, it was you know, it was pretty good. Uh, yeah, um, I, I was. Uh, I, I, I thought it was gonna suck ma- massive assholes, but it actually was. <laughs> Really good, and I did like the top. Uh, uh, never mind, I'm not gonna spoil it. You didn't watch it. I just yeah, without spoilers, I just want to I want to say that uh, that also uh, has some fun pan stuff. That movie, so yeah, uh, no, it, it, it honestly was really good, and, and I think that's what I like about Super a lot is that it keeps that spirit of Dragon Ball. So it's 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 like a combination of Z and, and Dragon Ball, which mm-hmm. I appreciate because like it's like I I do love Z, and don't get me wrong, I love it, but I kind of like you know. 
not ha- like and then a lot of people I think hated that and that's why a lot of people hate super that it wasn't like oh all like all like bets are off and it's like oh yeah we're doing a sub episode with where uh where where uh, Doctor Slump is tied into it or you know yeah something yeah. like that this is it's, a big part yeah. of why I like super as well it it combines the epicness of Z with like the like comedy of Dragon Ball and you could definitely say that it does both of those worse. Than either of the other two, but I like the combination a lot because it yeah. reminds me a lot more of Journey to the West itself. Sorry, Patrick, I'm gonna bring back Journey to the West, but like Journey to the West has so much like now. yeah, Journey to the West has so much like cosmic level shit in it that is yeah. missing from original Dragon Ball. Like that's the weird, the weird thing about original yeah. Dragon Ball is while it's sort of the most closely based on like Journey to the West, it's missing all the cosmic level shit that is everywhere in Journey to the West. I mean, when Demon, when Demon King Piccolo shows up, it's, it, it that, becomes a little more like that. That's the one thing. That's like but, the one thing. Yeah, he's like kind of the one guy. Uh, the one, yeah. The um, one punch man. Yeah, the one punch man. I'm gonna. I'm actually. Uh, you know, I, I, I guess I'm an outlier here. Well, not. I mean, not really. I, I'm gonna go four out of seven. Um, I still Fair. did like it. I still. It still falls on the like side for me. Uh, Dragon Ball episodes, they all breeze by for me. They're all super easy watches. and but uh, So maybe I'm a, a, a little bit of a harsher grader because I enjoy the series so much. Um, but it does feel... <laughs> it's just kind of weird that like we had a whole segment that just put them back in the room. Even though I did enjoy it, it, it feels kind of... It's it, it, it almost it, Yeah, it feels circular and almost like you wasted my time. Not like you it, really wasted my time because it was fun. But it almost feels like you wasted my time a little bit. Uh, if I so, hadn't told you that it was filler, I would still feel have... that way. Yeah, I was still okay, would still okay. because okay. like because when we got there, I was like, I was kind of like, oh, I mean, it's kind of funny, but also what? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, honestly, though, at this point, I can't really throw throw like shit at filler because my favorite anime of all time is Detective Conan, and literally that's a fuck ton of filler, right? Yeah, a ton of it. I mean, I love yeah. it so much. I got a tattoo of it. I love it, but like, yeah. Word. I'll I'll toil in it. I'll uh, hey, I'll I'll fully admit I'll be the first one to admit that's full of filler. But like I said, it doesn't fillers just never really ever bothered me anymore. And I'm uh, yeah. Yeah, Shout out to my my friend Josh who also loves Detective Conan. Um, but uh, yeah, good taste. Well, hook up, get a podcast going for Detective Conan. Uh, yeah, you probably would get new fans. Yeah. Uh, with uh, without further ado, we're actually gonna I'm gonna hold this email for next week. Uh, because we're we're running up against the time wise here, and it's time for plugs. Oh, I just want to say one thing. Shit, I forgot for the, oh, yeah. the, the the end theme song. It's by oh, Carl yes. Finch, who did the for the dub specifically. He did the the reworking of the theme for Yu Hakusho, and also my right. very favorite show, Detective Conan. He did the for the the case closed dub. He did the theme songs for the English versions of those as well. Oh, cool. Yeah, work. and I yeah, love his was... work. Like, I I love his interpretations are amazing. I love like the English. All I don't think he did Z though. That's the only one I don't think he did for those. But I could be wrong. I'm also the... stupid. So what's his name again? Carl Finch. Word. He, he did, did a lot uh... of work for Funimation uh, back in the day for doing English theme songs. I think they stopped doing nice. that uh, once like the 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 2010s rolled around because it was kind of not needed anymore. So he must have lost endings? art in itself. He also did endings, uh, uh, he, intros and endings, right? Intros and endings, oh, yeah, because he, he did intros and oh, okay, cool. Yeah, he did the lyrics for like the the reworking of you know a spirit bomb, all the you know the endless homework and shit like that. Wait, so he did? Oh wow, he did Dragon Ball and Yu Hakusho's intros. Yeah, the theme song the, reworkings, the, and then did pretty much wow. everything that did a US uh, 
had an Eng- an English opening. Right. Was Carl Finch back in that that time? Yeah, Spirit, era. Spirit Bomb is fucking iconic too. I was Smile like, Bomb. What, uh, uh, Smile Bomb. Sorry. Uh, no, just, I've been, just to prevent emails. Super. <laughs> uh, did, I, did I say Spirit Bomb? That's hilarious. Yeah, but so did Patrick. Bomb. So did Patrick. Oh, that's okay. Oh, I, that's that's what happened. Dragon Ball just seeping into my mind right now. <laughs> Smile Bomb is. Uh, like when I've been watching the Yu Hakusho episodes, I do not skip the intro. Well, I'm, I'm okay. I, I, when um, you were actually faced off with Tagoro, I did because I was too hyped. But for the yeah, most honestly, part, I, I watch the full intro most of the time. <laughs> yeah, honestly, the, the intro tears me up sometimes. So I think of all the good times that are recording the podcast. So it's not as tear up listening to it. Uh, so it's really good. But anyway, uh, uh, yeah. Uh, no, I was just going to say on the spirit of plugs. So I was just going to get us back to that. But uh, yes, plugs. Yeah, just to just to start that off, yeah, me and Patrick again are from the Spirit Hunters covering Yu Yu Hakusho and Hunter Hunter and later Level E, which is like Tagashi's series that very few people what? have heard of. What is uh, this? <laughs> Level E is a manga that he made between the two of them that is highly irregular. The chapter lengths are very weird. It only got an anime like 17 years later. Um, it's the manga is very good, but like it's a long read, even though it's quite short, just because chapters are so long. It's basically imagine if you had the 90s Men in Black cartoon show as a sitcom. Okay. Okay. Yeah, basically, it's a alien prince living on Earth just dealing with other alien immigrants. Okay. That's kind of hilarious. I think it's really weird. And and Hunter as well with uh, one of the characters. He has a cameo, but it like without context, you're just like that's just a random dude. Um, but th- one thing I was gonna bring up, uh, so yeah, definitely, obviously, check out our podcast. Uh, in addition to just going through uh, episode by episode, we talk a lot about translation, localization, history. We talk about different dubs. Like, so when we were doing y- Yu Yu Hakusho, uh, I watched a ton of it in Spanish, um, and like compared the script between the Spanish, English, and Japanese versions. Uh, we also did an entire episode where we listened to all the music, the beginning and ending themes throughout the entire saga in like five different languages, including Portuguese, Catalan, Spanish, and English, and compared the lyrics. You know, real, real, real nerdy shit. But like, yo, some of those too. intros and outros are banging in just like other languages. Y'all need to check that out if you are yeah. weird freaks like us. <laughs> Basically, fried freaks seven day a week. Yeah, basically, the Spirit Hunters are the like the opposite of like, uh, especially when Pentak and Katie were in charge of this show. They they go they go mega deep on all the on all the stuff. Their show their show's incredibly structured, and they have tons of uh, deep lore stuff. Which it's funny that like between me, Alex, and Katie, like I had the most probably per capita like uh, anime stuff to to dump into the show, but, like, you guys, like, way surpassed me. That's, like, what... You guys go way deeper than I do. Um, it's good and, yeah, and bad. <laughs> I mean, it's, a du- it's, it's definitely a double-edged sword, for sure. Because uh, <laughs> the time you must take you guys to do all that stuff. Um, but, yeah, it's Patrick... A, it's a bit. We, we kind of... We it's a bit, but it's a lot of fun. I really enjoy it. Of course. You wouldn't do it if you didn't love it. But, yeah, that's awesome. The uh, do, you, do you guys have anything else that you'd like to... Tell uh, the listeners at home. Patrick and I would Twitter. like to thank you. Yeah, oh, of course. Yeah. Uh, years ago, well, I guess it, you didn't make this shirt, but we'd like to thank 
balling out super generally years ago before Patrick had ever heard of the show. I was a listener uh, and I got him the uh, Sailor Jupiter as a member of the IRA T-shirt. And he still has it to this day. And it is in our chat that we, that you're in with us right now. It's, it's faded because faded. of how much he wears it. That's yeah. amazing. I got to ask the original host which one of them came up with that shirt idea because I don't know. Yeah. yeah, I was not a part of that, but... <laughs> Yeah, I have a, I have a very, we have very interesting discussions about the IRA and its implications on uh, the global global platform, uh, its uh, relevance today, and its uh, controversial existence as the PIRA or the IRA back in the ni- early 1900s. And this has nothing to do with you, Hakusho, or Hunter Hunter. There's not a no. cool IRA saga. <laughs> I- I'm just fucking insane. Is the is the thing? Like, I'm literally, I literally uh, have awesome. issues. So. But I mean, uh, you could probably guess by my name one what my nationality is. So, uh, Italian. Yeah, yeah let's yeah. go with. That. <laughs> I don't want to assume things. No, um, that's it's actually, awesome. It's actually Portuguese and it's in Irish. I, I feel so dumb now. Speaking of that, I feel so dumb now. Joe talking about going to the vacation in the Philippines and then me being like, "You're Asian." I did like. I feel really dumb in hindsight. Okay, I, I to, mean, be fair, I, yeah. to be fair, to be fair, a lot of Asian people. A lot of East Asian people are generally like, wait, you're Asian? <laughs> like, it's only <laughs> Southeast Asian people who are like, oh, yeah, duh. But it's also like, I guess the Philippines is like a pretty popular place to vacay anyway. So I wasn't, I didn't necessarily make that connection. It's but, really nice. I hope to uh, go one of these days. They ha- they they keep they yeah, hype me up on it. So I, I, I'm going to Peru next year. So I think I'm going to put that on my itinerary. Oh, cool. Very the cool. Asia yeah. of Latin America. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, it, it actually so is kind of funny. Set. Like my, one of my friends... uh one of my friends is from there, and his and he his dad uh he's part Chinese as well because there's a big Chinese community in Peru. It's really interesting, so I'm excited to go. I really love the images. He's like, oh, I'm hyped on that. So, uh, word and uh, yeah, the the so yeah, follow the Spirit Hunters Pod. They do great work over there. Uh, you guys already know the deal. If you want to support us, you can support us at Patreon.com/slash/BOSPod. Back there, you get Gundam. Uh, Wing, I think one of the Gundams. I'm not sure. They do the G. Super. They do Gundam G. Which... Gundam G. Yes. Yeah. yeah it's pro wrestling. <laughs> it's racist pro wrestling. Yeah. Uh, GT is back there, which is a bad show, but we bury it. It's fun. And Yu Gi Oh. We're still doing Yu Gi Oh. We're in Battle City now. Me and yeah, Hannah Harkness. It's crazy. I love Yu Gi Oh. Oh, we absolutely the, will. Yeah. I played the For... tournament art. I mean, well, I mean, if if Joe wants to as well, he, I'm. But yeah, I played I played competitively back in the day, so I'd love to go on the show. Oh yeah, we need you because we don't understand how the fucking card. How, we don't. We're every day. I, I feel like I learned more about this game than I thought I knew what the rules were. Okay, uh, the show but, doesn't actually know how the work game no, works either. No, I understand that. Yeah, uh, it, but, it, it roughly <laughs> does because yeah, there's a whole lore. Th- where are you guys at right now? We're in Battle, Battle City, City, so they just switched the rules to be more okay. So like now the it's real more. Game. It's more in gear. I don't want to. Yeah. In, I don't want to go too far, but yeah. But yeah. It's more it's... in line with the actual card game now. Battle City, Kaiba is making a new tournament. Anyway, uh, and yeah, the other stuff is back there behind the paywall, including Uber Musume Pretty Derby, where you get to listen to me cry because horse girls are friends. And that's it, uh, for now. We'll see you next time. Balling out super.
yourself another bowl. Perps in it, first hit them, ready to rock and roll. Pipe kick, but now it's ready to lock and load. Keep the mic lit, I'm getting into cypher mode. Sky's the limit where your sky is low. Turn your speakers up, I'm reaching for the cosmos. Stay sleeping, I'ma hit you with your eyes closed. Till they dilate, now you wide awake. I lie in wait and stake out my opportunities. I might be new to rap, but this rap ain't new to me, yo. Where does Vaughn be on till the dawn and beyond? From the cradle to the grave, no, they saving me a toke. I know you smoke till I'm gone, yeah. I'm gone, yeah. Now from the east to the west, know you smoke till I'm gone, yeah. Till I'm gone, till I'm gone. From the north to the south, know you smoke till I'm gone, yeah. Till I'm gone, till I'm gone. If you know what I'm about, I know you smoke till I'm gone, yeah. Now learning how to operate can send you to a higher place. So go ahead, take the lead, get to driving straight. See if I die today, heaven is a mile away. Though we'll only pray when I thank God it's Friday. I'm a creek that never runs dry. It'd be wise to watch your mouth some before you get your tongue blue. I'm twisting knots in the landscapes. Yeah, and no I won't dim it down like a lampshade. I'm saying paper the most, an hour later I'm ghost. And I don't care if your band's played. Now there ain't no grave that could hold my body down. I Right around my side of town, you bring a dub and I'll buy around. There's plenty of dust to kick up, plenty of us to settle. Never metaphor, because I heard the one was special. You're better off with the devil, now your kettle is black. So peep the first verse, you should know I ain't new to rap. Now who is that? It's Mr. Smoke till I'm gone, yeah. And from the east to the west, know you smoke till I'm gone, till I'm gone, till I'm gone, yeah. And from the north to the south, know you smoke till I'm gone, till I'm gone, till I'm gone, yeah. Now this is no hallucination or relation I'm creating ability to communicate A set with no location That's time and space that confines what you place in the matrix Cause outside we are dangerous I'm taking off once my feet hit the pavement I wake up every morning so I'm forming in a basement Love it or hate it, either play it, get played It's either you place or replace you sedate you And have you wasted these serpents laying the safe But it's safe to say once you make it They'll be looking to take it So face it, no stage is safe yet I'm so close to the light I can taste it it's like I was once an angel, but my memory erased it Clientele still wish to remain nameless Still changing the game, the game watches me change it I shapeshift, daydreaming during my day shift Cause they don't know I might blow, I don't really say shit Like yo, you know I smoke till I'm gone, right? And from the east to the west, know you smoke till I'm gone Till I'm gone, till I'm gone From the north to the south, know you smoke till I'm gone Till I'm gone, till I'm gone